This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And here we are, another grassroots marketing on CannabisRadio.com, and I'm joined right now with the co-founder and chief operations officer of Greatest Hits Cannabis Company. Rhett, thanks for being on with us. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, Rhett Jordan, you bring an elite level of vertical cannabis industry experience as CEO of what's Greatest Hits. First of all, that's a pretty good claim to go ahead and say that you can call yourself, you use a name like Greatest Hits. Give me the inspiration behind the brand name. You know, greatest hits. At first glance, you, you start to think of oh, best hit of cannabis or best song I ever listened to. But we've even taken it beyond that. We just want to expand the concept of the greatest. You know, enjoying the greatest moments of your life to the max, trying to be the greatest person you can be, um, having the greatest marijuana you can get. I think those are all part of the equation. And, uh, we're not claiming we are the only ones that produce the greatest marijuana, but we are claiming that everything that we uh, sell through the, the store and all the cannabis that we we, we bring out to the uh, you know to the consumers is going to be uh, put through a stringent test uh, of our systems and our knowledge. So uh, the concept of it is really just to kind of improve upon what we've done and create those uh, greatest moments that we we all uh, you know yearn for. So talk to me about the fact you're in Massachusetts, the fact yeah. that you are, you got several stores already built in place. When it comes to uh, a pretty busy market, what makes Greatest Hits stand out uh, with a product line? Well, I mean, Greatest Hits from a retail brand perspective was uh, a brainchild of mine based around the concept of just really bringing recreational cannabis back into a fun and social environment. I think that over the last five years, 10 years of cannabis kind of legalizing and going into a larger economic perspective and becoming a little bit more corporate, we kind of lost track as an industry of just generally um, trying to create a, a good experience for the consumer and create a relate, relatable brand for, uh, for products and for lifestyle. Um, and that's kind of what's always kind of uh, triggered me as, as a consumer and has, has always been an inspiration of mine throughout my career. So this time in Massachusetts and on the East Coast, we really identified um, the need for this type of brand. And we found Massachusetts to be a great market to start in, um, being that it's got a, a good licensing structure and is really taking care of uh, its license holders. And it, it has a few barriers to entry, sure, but is has proven to be a very reliable market. So uh, we use that as kind of our anchor in the East Coast, and we're looking to expand uh, you know, over the next five years down the eastern sea line. 
So talking about what you've already built so far, not only with Great Assist Cannabis, but also Native Roots, which just to give you a heads up, we've had Native Roots uh, featured on our NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice back in 2017. And just to talk about what you've amassed, over 150 licenses in the U.S. and Canada, a network of over 900 employees worldwide, 16 medical locations, 18 adult use locations, over a quarter million square feet of cultivation space and state-of-the-art extraction facilities, and you've cultivated over 150,000 pounds of cannabis and over 4 million transactions. With that said, you know, a company like yours is destined for some kind of a national expansion once regulation comes into play. So, are we only focused on Massachusetts? Where are we now in terms of where you are in the market in the U.S. in general and where you feel like things are going in terms of building your brand out and getting it ready for everyone to see? Yeah, I guess there's two different equations to that question. Um, from a Native Roots perspective, I know that both my other partners and myself have kind of put a, a backseat on expansion at the moment as we're going through some internal disputes and kind of getting through uh, what has been uh, a long leading um, uh, kind of process with mm -hmm. um, the typical uh, court fashions that we've been going through, which is uh, never fun, but hopefully almost over. Um, and, uh, you know, for me as an entrepreneur and a cannabis businessman, I chose it as, as my time to kind of uh, reconnect with my roots uh personally and identify what I wanted to do on uh, as, a, as an entrepreneur in the industry uh, moving forward. And I chose to kind of break off and create greatest hits um, internally with, with a new partnership group out of the East coast that had roots in Massachusetts and um, really kind of matched my lifestyle and, uh, and, and business methodologies. Uh, and, and, you know, we've really started to pin down the new markets that we're entering, the application processes that we're entering. And it's a wild, it's the wild East now, uh, where once it was the wild West, uh, we find it to be, uh, an incredible shift of momentum towards the East coast. So you know, uh, let me bring that up real quick. Cause I want to take a quote that you put in from cannabis business times. They did a Q and a with yeah. you and they talked about you're going starting with Colorado where you began with native fruits and moving yep. yourself into Massachusetts with greatest hits. So you mentioned to <sighs> cannabis business times that you're still in love with, and always will be with Colorado. That's your home state. You were eager to try to bring legalized cannabis to the East coast. And you began the license, your progress about two years ago, host community agreements. You were applying for working with the state, understanding regulations, one thing I always want, uh, really want to understand about that there's not always a lot of uniformity with brands when it comes from state to state. I, I, and, and I never really got to ask an MSO about that before, but what is it that you feel like you need to go ahead and create a new identity per state for, for the brand that you have, for the products that you have? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, I don't think that you necessarily do as long as you create a brand that's diverse, diverse enough and universal enough to be able to transfer between states. Um, and I always try to do that with, with all the brands I created from when I created the name Native Roots in 2009 uh, to when I created the, the, the brand Greatest Hits, which uh, is something that ultimately I find is going to probably go international um, at junctures in time, not just national um, because of its, its, you know, vast meanings and, and genre basis. Um, but I, I do think that uh, there's different strategies for different uh, businesses and different business people. And depending on what you're, what you're attempting to do um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to win this, uh, this race, but it is definitely, um, you know, a challenge to try to find your exact niche and be able to say, okay, I'm going to do this here and try to bring it here or change brand here. Um, and, and really the internal startup capital to get these things off the ground and running is so high that the amount of time and uh, effort that it takes to really launch per state, uh, it really does make sense to try to internalize and carry one brand through and be able to cross utilize as much of your resources as possible. Now, in the same article, they also talked about when you decided to go with a brand like Greatest Hits, you mentioned you wanted to really lean into a lot of the cool and different product lines that are going to be emerging in the industry. Well, there are a lot of different artists and athletes, and you want to be creating your own lines and brands with different influences involved with them authentically and a way that really brings the artists and consumer together to share experiences. So not so much with like a brand ambassadorship you want to bring in these artists and athletes and collaboration of collaborative efforts that's correct and i think you're seeing a lot of it from tyson 2.0 to method man's to cal to rohan marley's lion order um you're going to be seeing a lot of different uh you know brands emerging um utilizing lifestyle utilizing celebrity influence utilizing music um, and we want to be a house of brands. We want to be there to support them, to create collaborations with them, to help create events and, and, and different social uh, you know, gatherings with them, and really to start to build upon the lifestyle of cannabis and, and the, the social interaction that I, I personally believe will begin to take place as consumption, social consumption begins to emerge throughout the country as we get through this legalization process. One more question I want to ask for you. Uh, again, Red Jordan here with Native Roots and Greatest Hits Cannabis. I'm curious about what you feel when you've done the build-out in a legacy state like Colorado that's been one of the first states legalized for adult use. Now Massachusetts coming into play. Talk about the, the uniformity and the disconnects you're seeing from the process, from licensing to the regulations, and... What are you learning about how Colorado obviously has done so well in terms of the kind of revenue you get and how much of a difference there is with Massachusetts and building in that market? Well, you know, I think that I chose Massachusetts partially because many of the systems that they've chosen to go with reflect what Colorado's market reflects, maybe with a little bit less licensure um, based around 
the um, local municipality is not choosing to license as much as Colorado did, but utilizing the same internal POS systems, utilizing the same government POS systems metric, being able to have um, regulatory processes that reflect something similar to Colorado has actually helped me navigate a bit more in Massachusetts, whereas in other states, um, there's a significant amount of hurdles, uh, social equity programs, minority programs, et cetera, that are uh, you know more than... Uh, appropriate to be there, but definitely make it more challenging to, to maneuver. So I think, you know, each state has its different um, caveats in regards to how you get the license and how you build a business that actually can succeed and function. And I think that Massachusetts has done a great job as a state, um, just kind of slowing the process, identifying the real players and kind of eliminating the washout um, that makes a regulated market extremely hard to operate in. So, like you said in the interview, since 2009, you've been doing this. And since 2012, we're going to come up in November, the 10th anniversary of Colorado legalizing marijuana for adults over age 21, Prop 64. We still don't have a national effort or we don't have a national legislation in place for regulation. How much longer do you think we're going to be having to wait? You know, you watch it closely, right? You've seen the House uh, vote to pass it. With the Senate shutting it down every time. yeah. You keep the Senate shut, Senate shut it down every time. Recently, you've heard that the Senate will be bringing its own bill to to the table and, and seeing where that goes. You know, honestly, I can't imagine they could they could take this much past this next election um, based around the, uh, the the massive spread of legalization through the, the country, every state coming online. You know, people's lives at risk based on billions of dollars being transferred, taxes being unclear banking being unclear i can only imagine the federal government will need to make some sort of stride to 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 clean this mess up here in the next foreseeable future my guess three three to five years yep at the moment uh, i think they were talking about we're having a lame duck session right now in congress and you know (laughs) i don't know we got to there yet and and they kept talking about oh well this is where we're gonna get legalization passed right before the midterms yeah okay (laughs) I love yeah. how they keep saying we can, we, that. We can all keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> We're, well, oh, okay. This is the word on the NCIA show. And across the cannabis industry, let's just say the words together. Cautiously optimistic. There we go. Yay, cautiously optimistic. I, love <laughs> I hate it, but it's true. Uh, so again, Red Jordan with the CEO of Greatest Hits Cannabis and also co-founder CEO of Native Roots. So just going to wrap things up. Want to direct people to the websites real quickly. Initially, nativerootscannabis.com for native roots and dispensaries uh, in Colorado, correct? And then for the Massachusetts area, greatesthitscc.com. And real quickly, or for those that might be in those two markets, real quickly, where can they go ahead and find, you know, physical locations to go ahead and visit and where they can also get their hands on the products where they are? Yeah, well, in Colorado, you'll find that we're pleasantly uh, surrounding the whole state. So we have about 20 locations, um, several medical, mostly retail, up the I-70 corridor, uh, throughout the Denver area. Uh, In Massachusetts, we have one store that we've just got open in the last two months in the uh, southern part of the southern central part of the state, just below Worcester in Webster, Massachusetts. And two more to open before the year's end, one in Lynn, uh, right above Boston, and one in Taunton, kind of out towards uh, the Cape Cod and Rhode Island area. So great locations kind of surrounding the Boston area. 
um, all kinds of new products constantly dropping and, and new, new, new strains and flowers coming down the pipeline. So we're really excited out in mass to get things launched in Colorado. You can expect the same old native roots that you've had for the last 14, 13 years. Fantastic. Again, Red Jordan, CEO and co-founder of Native Roots and Greatest Hits Cannabis Company. Thanks for being on with us. Really great to have you on. No, I appreciate your time and everything you guys do for the industry. Sounds great. Thank you. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.